Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Petrop, here with my brother, Jason Petrop. Say what up Yo. to the fam, Jay. What's going on? What's going on? Tim gets back from his honeymoon on Friday, so Timmy will be back for the next episode. So if you miss Timmy, sadly, we do kind of miss him. He's the worst of us. He's the worst of us in fantasy, but we still miss him. We can make jokes like that while he's gone because he's not here. There's no one. Eh. He can't fight his own battles, so we might as well make fun of him. But today... a joke? Sure. <laughs> Labor Day weekend. The number one drafting weekend in the whole entire world is upon us, folks. Not quite. It's Wednesday night. A couple nights more, and then it'll be upon us, and that is when 90% of fancy drafts in the world happen. We are doing our Broto Patron Leagues during this weekend. We're doing our Main League during this weekend. A bunch of leagues over this weekend. It's crunch time. So we have a very special episode for you. What me and Jay are going to do, we are going to go through the first 20 rounds of a draft. Most, Whoa! most home leagues are about 16 rounds. Most deeper leagues go about 20. So we kept it at 20 rounds. We're going to give you one person we love slash are targeting in that round based on ADP and one person we hate slash are not targeting. Based on ADP, we're using the ADP from Fantasy Pros, which combines ESPN, Yahoo, FFC, Fanball, all that type of stuff. So, there you go. And um, this episode... What's up? Why don't you tell the people what else Fantasy Pros produces that Brodo is also producing? Notes. Is that what you want me to say? (laughs) Notes and articles, yeah. Notes and articles, yeah. Flex a little. Uh, top twelve. Uh, what was it? The I, I'm already blanking on the name of the article. It came out earlier today. Twelve tips to prepare for your yes. draft. You will see a familiar name in there. Michael Petropolis in parentheses. Broto Fantasy. My tip. I'm not going to tell you. You got to go read the article. FantasyPros.com. Ooh, burn. But if you know me well, you likely know an idea of what the tip is. It's about drafting a certain player. I'll give him. I'll give him that much. This episode. Red Cup news. Brought to you by Red Cup News. Go check out redcupnews.com for all things college sports. They're big on Instagram. Check them out on Instagram. They're big for each uh, college. So check out Red Cup News and then different college names as well to find them based on that college. Uh, Thrive Fantasy. Guys, in, what is it, today's Wednesday? In eight days, we have our first football game, which means actual NFL action, which means Thrive Fantasy time. All you got to do is... Download it, deposit $10, use code BROTO, B-R-O-T-O, and you get a free $10. It's a prop bet DFS site. It's a lot of fun. We're going to be doing some Thrive Fantasy lineups for you guys. Not lineup. It's it's prop betting, so you don't make your own lineups. You predict over, under, total yardage, things of that sort. But we'll be helping you guys out with that. So, I mean, it's free money. People helping people. So do it. And uh, with that being said, anything else, Jay? Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy if you want to support the show we very much appreciate that but we're ready to start yeah i just wanted to say as michael mentioned before now when you're on fantasy pros you will see our notes in there with the other experts so you could either look on brodo or you can look on fantasy pros and do it that way it's going to be awesome and as michael said patreon and also i'm ready to get into thrive fantasy as well it looks exciting but let's talk about fantasy won't we Will Let's we? do this. Won't we isn't the term, right? It's will we? Or won't we is both. won't we is like will not we, which makes sense. 
Won't we? Won't we? We will. Won't we? Won't we? Let's begin. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. All right. 20 rounds of fantasy football action. Are you ready for this? Players you hate, players you dislike. Oh, I'm just, I'm very negative today. Players you love, players you hate. <laughs> so players you hate and players you dislike. First and foremost, the first round. A bunch of big time names here. I'm going with my man, Alvin Kamara. My love. My favorite of the four running backs. The guy I wanted to get in every single league last season and hopefully in every single league this season. I had to choose him here. It's a little lame, I guess, because he's part of the top four running backs. But this dude, he has 1,000, 1,000 written all over him this season. And we have talked in depth about our belief that Lat Murray is not going to be Mark Ingram, that he's going to be maybe 40-50%, maybe 60% if he's lucky, of the Mark Ingram role. He's not a pass-catching back. He's one-dimensional, which really does not fit in the Saints offense. Alvin Kamara is great on the goal line. So we're all about Alvin Kamara up in here. So sign me up for Alvin Kamara in the first round. He's my love who I'm targeting in all first rounds. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You would take him first overall. I would. All right, then. My love in the first round, I'm going to go someone who I wouldn't take first overall, but someone who I would take fifth overall. And mm. I'm certainly not in the common mold of things when I say that. James Conner. Oh. We've been saying all off season that he's not going to split work. There were rumors. There was coach speak. You get to the preseason, and James Conner's on the field every single drive. You saw... The last drive that the Steelers, uh, Game 3 Steelers, it was all Big Ben, James Conner, and Juju Smith-Schuster. That's going to be their offense this year, just like it's always been. Le'Veon Bell was a top-five pick every season. James Conner put up top-five numbers last season before getting hurt. And now we're going to ignore him? We're going to act like he's not the fifth-best player behind the big four running backs? He's, he's actually... A part of the big five running backs, in my opinion, if there wasn't an injury concern there. So I'm all over James Conner. I'm yeah. telling you right now, Michael, because we're, n- we're not picking next to each other. Me and Michael are drafting our home league on Labor Day. I have the fifth pick. I'm going James Conner. Wow. That is very interesting. I pick 11. Don't tell anyone, but I'm highly, highly considering going wide receiver, wide receiver, and having two bomb squad receivers. Interesting. Be yeah. careful who you... Uh, be okay. Be careful who you say, because people in our league will be listening. Uh, hopefully not. Just kidding. I hope they are listening, because that means more listens for us. On to round. Oh no, not on to round two. On to the round one hates. This shouldn't really surprise anyone here. For me, it's David Johnson. I've been kind of off the David Johnson bandwagon for a while. On Fantasy Pros, his ADP is still fifth, which is a little crazy for me. Uh, he. He was in a terrible offense, yes. He ran up the middle a bunch just because of the terrible offense he was in last season. But he was not nearly as elusive as he was two years ago. I know it was just a hand injury that had him out the year prior, but he was just he just did not look like the 2,000-yard DJ back that he was the year before that. Now he's in this new supposed-to-be-super-explosive offense, but... We don't know much about Cliff Kingsbury in the NFL. We only know that he's been a mediocre college coach in college. He 
couldn't even win really with Patrick Mahomes as his QB. Now we have a terrible offensive line and a rookie QB in Kyler Murray, who's a run, who's a dual threat QB. And dual threat QBs don't throw to their running back much because once they get loose, they either run or try to take a shot downfield. So I think the love for DJ is a little bit much, and I'm uh, I'm really not targeting him in the first round at all. Honestly, I don't really blame you. I've been fading him a little bit. Now I'd prefer Connor, even Chubb to DJ. I think the upside is there with Chubb. Um, my fade in the first round, someone who I'm surprised to see is his ADP is 11 right now, Michael Thomas. Um, I don't want to get too much into the numbers because if you listen to us, you know that Michael Thomas last season was very inconsistent. Uh, he was like Tyreek Hill light. He had a few more games where he was useful, but they weren't as boom. And there were a lot of games where he wasn't useful. And if we look at Drew Brees, he's just not that good on the road anymore. In one of, in our Saints Heat Wave episode, we said that Drew Brees on the road last season had the same true throw value as Eli Manning. The first wide receiver from Eli Manning, when he wasn't OBJ, wasn't doing very well. And OBJ was only doing well when he was taking slants to the house. So Michael Thomas is a very good player. If you get him in the second round, you really can't go wrong. You know what you're going to get from him, even if it's a little up and down. But as my first player, my best player, Michael Thomas... I'd rather have someone else. I'm with you there, just because of the up and downness. He's like, where's Tyreek Hill on? Hey, Tyreek Hill is lower right now, nineteen or something. Yeah, because yeah. of just like everything that went on with him. So there's still some risk, I suppose. But honestly, I'm with you. I'd rather have Tyreek Hill than Michael Thomas, and Michael Thomas is just not someone I really want in the first round. So I agree with your fade there. Second round, this also should not come as a surprise at all for all you folks out there. My real love. I said Alvin Kamara was my love, but Juju Smith-Schuster is my real love. 1610 coming soon, folks. I love me some Juju Smith-Schuster. I have, honestly, I've just been putting him on all of my teams that I can, and I'm just going to continue to do that. So give me some Juju at all times, always. If you're in the Give second round, juju at all like, I'm in. Like I, to, I just said in my main league, I have the 11th pick. I'm highly considering going like Julio Juju. I'm gonna make you a Juju song. You're gonna love it. Please do. My love for round two. We all know who it is. Damien Williams, of course. But that's my honorary mention because Nick Chubb is my love in round two. I think he's going too low, and I, Damien Williams is right there with him. As someone else who I really like taking in round two. I didn't make D-Will my pick because I've been seeing him going the third and fourth round a lot lately. So maybe you could take Chubb and just hope that D-Will falls to you. Because then that would be a bomb squad team. It's true. Of the two, I'd rather have Chubb because it's a little bit safer. You want to hear something nuts? So much there with D-Will. It's absurd that people are fading him. I'm picking fifth. I'm probably going to take him in round two. You want to hear something nuts, Jay? The uh, FFPC high stakes. There's yep. a they have a three hundred fifty dollar league with a two hundred fifty thousand dollar grand prize. People like to share their boards on Twitter and stuff. Obviously, it's a fun thing to do. Someone yep. got Damian Williams at four point two yesterday. That's unbelievable. It absolutely blew my mind. And it's PPR and these are too. People, these are people who put a lot of money into it, so they act like they know shit. Unreal, dude. Unreal. My goodness, that's blasphemy. My hate. This is also simple. I'm still surprised that his ADP overall is in the second round. It's Antonio Brown. 
Look, at this point, if you're taking Antonio Brown in the second round, you just got to like look look yourself in the mirror and think, do I really want to do this during Thanks. draft time? Like, take a walk to the bathroom or like behind your door, wherever you are, wherever the closest mirror is, and just be like, do I really want to draft Antonio Brown in the second round? And the answer is going to be no. You're being a little harsh. I'm really not, though. This dude is a maniac, man, with his feet, with his uh, with his helmet. Now he has Derek Carr. People don't want to believe that Antonio Brown took a step down last season because his touchdowns were still high at 15. But he did, according to all advanced metrics. Excuse you, Jason. Jason just sneezed. If you hear a meow in the background, that's Jason. According to all the advanced metrics, Antonio Brown took a step down. And now he's going to Derek Carr, who does not throw downfield. When he does, he's efficient with it, but he just doesn't take chances downfield often during games, which is not what you want with Antonio Brown. That was his bread and butter, the long passes with Ben Roethlisberger. So there's no way I'm taking Antonio Brown in the second round with all the risks that come along with him. My um, hate for round two is also Antonio Brown. He would have been 12th in true throw value. Not 12th, um, 14th, I believe, or 12th in true throw value last season with Derek Carr under center, which would put him in the front end wide receiver two option. But if you're picking him in the front end of the second round, even the back end, there's just so much going on with him. Helmets, feet, new team, worst quarterback. I'm staying away 100%. Since you said Antonio Brown, I'll just say Patrick Mahomes as well. Don't take a quarterback in the second round. Don't be that guy. Yeah. I saw him in the second round. I was going to just throw that nugget in there if you didn't. Agreed. Third round. Who are you drafting in the third round? I am drafting Aaron Jones in the third round. Aaron Jones, I believe, is one of the more perfect third-round players. If you have the the turn, like early third, you get someone like Keenan Allen, someone like that, maybe I wouldn't take Aaron Jones just because Keenan Allen is so uh, trustworthy. But if you got like mid to late third-round pick and Aaron Jones is there, it's perfect, man. This dude was a beast last season when given the touches. Every time he had double-digit touches, he had double-digit points. He's in a new offense. He's more than likely going to be the guy for the first time ever in his life. Aaron Rodgers is healthy again. It's just all signs are pointing to Aaron Jones finally taking a step up. He's one of the guys, if all things go right, can jump in to the early, second, late, first round next season. I truly believe that. He's super elusive. He's always up there in PFF ratings when it comes to elusiveness and just overall running ability. Big Aaron Jones fan. Love him at his mid-third round ADP right now. I have to tell you, Michael, we're on the same page today. When I was picking round three, love. Because just so you guys, as Michael mentioned earlier, we're going through the ADPs. So round one is 1 through 12. Round two is 13 through 24. Stuff like that. When I was looking at round three, there's a lot of similar players who I'd be very happy to have. Carry on Aaron Johnson. Carry on Johnson, Adam Thielen, people like that. My love for this would be anyone who drops out of those first two rounds because I feel like there is a slight drop when it comes to that. With that being said, if we're looking at the ADPs, I also like Aaron Jones a lot. Um, his upside is there. And in the third round, it's okay to take that shot. My, I'm going to go right into my hate. Everyone knows who I hate this season. Everyone knows who my full fate is this season. And it pisses me off that now people get a pass for being wrong because they're going to be wrong because Andrew Luck retired. My fate is Marlon Mack. Touchdown dependent, game script dependent, lacks big playability, 
Doesn't catch passes. Third round. And now Jacoby Brissett's on their center, and people think that's a good thing because they're going to run more. They're going to be a running team behind their good offensive line. Yeah, the, the thing is with Marlon Mack that we've discussed in depth is that he wasn't this stud running back last season like many people think. Like He was great when the Colts were ahead by a lot. All of his huge games were because the Colts were up by 14, and he was getting all the work. So now when people are saying Marlon Mack is ready to take a big step now with Jacoby Brissett on their center, dude, the Colts are no longer that powerhouse team with Jacoby Brissett on their center. I don't care what anyone says about Jacoby Brissett. He's nowhere near the quarterback Andrew Luck was. We never even spoke about Andrew Luck, man. That shit blew my mind. I can't believe Andrew Luck retired. Yeah, how did how is that not like our banter before this? Yeah, we didn't even think about it because it just it's been in our minds Dude, forever. I couldn't believe my eyes. I think everyone on earth was just in shock for a little bit. Yeah, I tweeted about I, how you know how the the fans booed him and stuff. Yeah, I was saying people if and how people were saying oh he's soft things like that. If he got hurt and got worse like ninety eight percent of football players do, they would have been like all right I understand. He should retire. But the fact that he got hurt and stayed elite is why people are so upset. It's because he was so good. And it just it's crazy to me that people were legit like booing him walking off the field. But shout out to Andrew Luck. He was on a Hall of Fame career, man. A Hall of Fame yeah, not path. Anymore. Crazy. But yeah, I don't Marlon even know why Mack, that question is being posed. Yeah, Marlon Mack, I don't like him either in the third round. I wrote down Mack and then I changed it to Amari Cooper because I knew you were gonna say Marlon Mack. Amari yeah, Cooper is the worst version of Tyreek Hill and the worst version of Michael Thomas, the big boomer bust guy with the very bad bus. Like, you're going to get multiple three- to four-point games from Amari Cooper in half PPR leagues. Just mark that down now. That's not someone I want in the third round. Honestly, I was I was deciding between Mack and Cooper. We're on the same page, bro. Fourth round. This season, this season we're on the same page. I like it. doesn't happen often. Fourth round, baby. My man, the one and only Robert Woods. I told everyone I pounded the table last season to draft Robert Woods in like the seventh, eighth round. Whoever did, you're welcome. Because that was one of the best picks of all time. Fantasy, that's right. One of the best picks of all time, Robert Woods. I'm claiming it right now. But for real though, now he's going in the fourth round. He was a wide receiver one last season, ending as wide receiver 11, I believe, in half PPR leagues. He's going outside the top 12 now. I have him as my wide receiver 10. I don't think much has changed. People are saying, oh, Cooper Cup's going to come back now and be healthy. Guess what? Robert Woods was better with Cooper Cup in the lineup. They all, they don't feed off each other. There's no cannibalization there. They help each other. They're the only three targets in the passing game other than the running back. Like, they don't throw to Gerald Everett. They don't throw to Josh Reynolds unless there's an injury to one of the big three receivers. So I love me some Robert Woods. He is the definition of consistency. If you could get him in round four as your wide receiver too, like if you could get Kamara, Juju, Aaron Jones, and Robert Woods, oh man, sign me up. Kamara, Juju, Jones, Woods would be a dope team. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I just said dope. Dope, dude. Totally dope, Dopeness. Dude. Uh, my love for round four. This. Ooh. You know what? I won't give too much away. I'm just going to tell you that the Seahawks, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Heat wave Ooh. is coming out soon. Ooh. And so you should listen 
after you listen to this, or, you know, when it comes out in a couple days, because Chris Carson is my fourth round love. Fourth uh, round. He has really shot up draft boards. He has shot up draft boards and it's pissed me off because saying he's my fourth round love hurts a little bit because that's pretty high for him now. A few weeks ago, he was my sixth round love. When the heat wave started, he was my seventh. I was sixth round love still. And now people are realizing that they're making a mistake. Chris Carson didn't even receive 50% of the team's rushing snaps last year. And he was seventh in the league in rush attempts. So when you look at top 10 in the league in attempts, Brian Schottenheimer offense, he didn't even get 50% of his team's rushing attempts, if you include Russell Wilson, a little over 50 if you don't. I didn't even mention that Mike Davis is gone now, so it's really just Carson and Penny, a two-man show and a three-man offense on the ground. Give me Carson, man. They're saying he's going to be more involved in the past game, too. Give me Carson. Man, I love me some Chris Carson, too, man. I'm all aboard the Chris Carson bandwagon now. I was earlier in the season, too, but, yeah, the ADP skyrocket has been lame. I still like him in the fourth round. He is in line for, like, 300 carries, which you take in the fourth round. You can't say that about many people. My pass in the fourth round. This blew my mind, dude. The 48th. ADP in Yahoo, ESPN, half PPR, the other leagues that Fantasy Pros mixes together. Sony Michelle. Oh, your your hate. That shit blew my mind, dude. What are you doing taking Sony Michelle in the fourth round? I wrote an article, if you haven't seen it yet, brotofancy.com. Articles, you just click on the sidebar. Sony Michelle, it is about. Because he, similar to Marlon Mack, was doing nothing last season unless the Patriots were up by a lot. He was very hit or miss. He is not involved in the passing game at all. For some reason, people think he's going to take this big step up this season, and that includes in the passing game, even though James White is still there. They drafted Damian Harris. They still have Rex Burkhead. There is no reason at all to believe Sony Michelle is anything more this season than he was last season, which is solid if you're drafting him in the 7th, 8th round, not the end of the 4th. That's just a very bad pick. So please don't take Sony Michelle in the fourth round. I'm staying in a similar boat of the running backs. Do you know with Michelle? I'm going with Mark Ingram. I mean, sure, right? It's a fourth round pick. Mark Ingram can be good enough. He can have 800 rushing yards, 200 receiving, six touchdowns overall, seven, something like that. That's probably that's a reasonable estimate, and he'd, you know, return on investment or at least meet it. But you want your fourth best player to be someone who's going to rush less than his own quarterback? Lamar Jackson's going to have almost 20 rushes a game. Ingram's going to get rushes. You're going to you got to assume they're going to fit in Justice Hill, Kenneth Dixon. They're going to throw to the tight ends. They're going to kill the clock a lot by running, so their don't, plays are probably going to be limited. Don't forget about Gus Edwards too. Good running Gus back, the man. Bus. Gus the bus Edwards. Led the team in rushing last season. I there's no way I'm touching. I'm not gonna have Mark Ingram on any of my teams. I haven't yet, and I'm doing a few drafts this weekend, and I'm not going to. He, it's absurd that he's going at that point. You know, I have to agree with you about Mark Ingram. It's weird to say that I don't want the lead back on what is going to be one of the most run heavy teams ever in the past like three centuries. But dude, ever ever, you made a good point about this on the Ravens heat wave. So please listen to that if you have not yet. How, yes, they're going to lead in rushing attempts by a lot, but that is going to be a lot of Lamar Jackson. 
Last season, <clears throat> the running backs combined for, what was it, like 25 to 30 rush attempts a game, which is a lot. But it's not the 45, 50 that it looked like on the box score when you saw rushing attempts. Because Lamar Jackson is stealing a bunch of that work. Lamar Jackson's going to steal some rushing touchdowns. I'm a huge fan of Justice Hill. I think he fits that offense well with his speed factor. Give him some jet sweeps. Give him some tosses. Give him some passes out of the backfield. So I like Justice Hill a lot later. I'm not really liking Mark Ingram at his current ADP. There's no way. I'm going to jump right into round five, love, because um, you skipped I'm just my gonna it again. round five hate, bro. My round five hate is simple. It's Aaron Rodgers. You're round, you're round four hate. Oh, wow. I just went to round, four, round five. I'm bugging. <laughs> so there you go. My round five hate is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, don't draft Aaron Rodgers in the fifth round, man. That ADP is kind of blowing my mind. Maybe it moved up a little bit once since Andrew Luck retired. But, dude, don't take Andrew Aaron Rodgers excuse me, in the fifth round. That's too early we for pause your regularly scheduled programming to teach Michael how to count. One, two, One, three, seven, two. nine. You're up, um, All right, so then I'll go hate. You said Aaron Rodgers. I'm going Calvin Ridley. Hmm. Again, I'm going to send you to the heat wave. If you go to the – everyone we talk about right now, if you go to that team's heat wave, you'll see why. Calvin Ridley played 60-somewhat percent of the Falcon snaps last year. Muhammad Sanu out-yarded him. Sanu's still there. Matt Ryan had one of the best seasons of his career last year. We we could expect some um, regression. Devontae Freeman's back and healthy. And Calvin Ridley just made a lot of big plays last year where if they don't happen this year, his numbers are going to look a lot worse. He also blew up for two games. I don't want Calvin Ridley on my team. Fifth round. One of my top wide receivers, one of my best players, Calvin Ridley. I could find him on the waiver wire later in the year. Waiver wire? Come on, man. I could find the next Calvin Ridley on the waiver wire. Oh. Well, Dude, last got... year I said Amari Cooper was going to... Was it Amari Cooper? No. Jarvis Landry. It? I said Jarvis Landry would end up on waiver wire. He basically did. In 10 team leagues, it wouldn't have been a bad idea to drop him at some point. But, yeah, Calvin Ridley. We've spoke about Calvin Ridley. It's most of news still there. Julio still there. Hooper. Col- uh, I said Coleman. Freeman. I don't see the huge blow-up spot that some people see. So, I'm with you here on Calvin Ridley. My love for the fifth round, Jason. I was in a fancy pros article earlier today that was released. Oh, fencer. I said I wouldn't say the player, but here we are in the fifth round. Tyler Boyd. Tell the people. So hopefully people paused the podcast to go find that article before I gave it away. Tyler Boyd had over a thousand yards last season in 14 games. He's turning 24 years old. Zach Taylor offense just got a contract extension of four years and over $10 million a year. They love him. I love him. Tyler Boyd is this year's Robert Woods for me. I had Robert Woods as my need to get last season. Tyler Woods is, excuse me, Tyler Boyd is my need to get this season. If he's there in the middle of the fifth round, it's an absolute smash click as soon as it gets to your turn. So please. For everything that is good and righteous in this world, draft Tyler Boyd in the fifth round. You know, look, I've softened up a little bit on Tyler Boyd since you um, since you talked me into him a little bit. I still don't love him as my fifth round guy. I'm gonna go wide receiver too. Tyler Lockett. Listen, Boyd. I created greater than. I created true throw value, so I believe in it. If I don't, who will? 
And Russell Wilson had the second most valuable throw last season. So even though they're a run-first team, his throws are very valuable. So Lockett seeing seven targets a game from Wilson is the same thing as even last year, Allison seeing 10 targets from Rodgers or something of that sort. So I want the guy who's going to see a lot of targets from Russell Wilson. We've seen Doug Baldwin in the slot be fantastic for the Seahawks, and Lockett's going to be in the slot now this year. I want him in the fifth round. Last year, Doug Baldwin was playing the same role going in the second, third round. I mean, I do like Lockett. I just like Boyd more. The sixth round here, I wasn't a big fan of the options. I went with Hunter Henry. Because once you get to the sixth round, if you have a solid base like I have in my first five, Kamara, Juju, Aaron Jones, Wood, and Boyd, Hunter Henry's a good pick there. Get the solid tight end that you're not going to have to worry about. Uh, streaming all season or just have to worry about getting a donut from the tight end position week in and week out. So I like Hunter Henry there in the sixth round. Sixth round is not a round that I love looking yeah, at the I, option. Hunter Henry was my choice because I hated all the other choices in the sixth yeah, round. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going Robbie Anderson. I think he has the most side of the bunch of wide receivers there and running backs. I think that Sam Darnold, I'll probably talk about him later. As someone who I like, just saying. Mm. So in com- in um, congruence, I like Robbie Anderson. My hate for the sixth round, Jarvis Landry. He's someone I'm completely off of. Was a top twelve true target value player last season, and he ended as a wide receiver three. Total yuck. He only converted like fifty five percent of his targets. Now OBJ is there. David Njoku is going to take another step up. Uh, Nick Chubb is supposed to take another step up in the passing game. I just don't see the appeal for Jarvis Landry, and I think his ceiling is pretty low. I'm staying on the same boat as you with wide receiver. I'm fading DJ Moore in the sixth round. I just don't see the upside too much. We haven't seen someone be a real legit wide receiver one for the Panthers since Steve Smith a, a, a pretty long time ago. Funches never lived up to the hype. Curtis Samuel is arguably better than DJ Moore last season. Um, Cam Newton is always an injury risk. McCaffrey's going to see over 100 targets. He's the actual wide receiver one. I'm fading more. Seventh round, my love. Two running backs here. Austin Eckler or Kenyon Drake. If one of them is available, grab him. Uh, I just think they're both being super undervalued. Austin Eckler will have standalone value even if Melgo does return. And if he does not return, he is worth well more than a seventh round pick. So I'm 100% ready to take a chance on Austin Eckler in the seventh round. Kenyon Drake, on the other hand, He's a better running back than Kalen Balaj. I don't care what anyone says. Kalen Balaj may steal some work. It's going to be very frustrating, but Kenyon Drake is very well worth a seventh-round pick. Even last season, when he was super inconsistent, he would have been worth a seventh-round pick. So sign me up for Kenyon Drake in the seventh. Um, I also went with Eckler. I think that, you know, it's a win-win. In round seven, if you got a flex player, you're not going to be super happy about it, but, like, it's good enough. And I feel like that's his floor, flex player. Um, and he's someone with upside, especially if Melgo doesn't return. So I'll take Eckler in the seventh round. And I'm fading Darius Geis. Yuck. Are you kidding me? A rookie running back who's injured all of last season on the disgusting Washington Redskins offense, who's played in, what, a half a preseason game in his career. AP's on the team. Chris Thompson's on the team to catch passes. I'm supposed to take Darius Geis in the seventh round? Dude, yeah. It's, That's, 
mind blown to me. That's that's fantasy malpractice. Like I will not be surprised if AP outscores guys this season. There is no way of knowing if Darius Geis is going to be able to even work fifty percent of a workload like this season. It's I don't know, man. Taking him in the seventh round when guys like Austin Eckler and Kenyon Drake are there makes no sense to me at all. My hate. I thought we were going to be in agreement here. Was Latavius Murray? I mean. When I look at the list, I have a hunch of who you're going to pick. Yeah, Latavius Murray is so obviously my choice here. If you have Latavius Murray as a seventh best player on your fantasy team, you should like just throw up. Because if you believe Latavius <laughs> Murray is going to be Mark Ingram, you're sadly mistaken in our honest opinion. May it happen? Sure. Am I at all confident that it will happen? Absolutely not. I'm super confident Dude, in the fact that it will not happen. There are fantasy analysts out there telling people to take Geis and Murray at the 7-8 turn. Yeah. Like, yo, so I we did this. Uh, it's a fun Look. a fun episode what we're doing because we're choosing someone we like and we hate in each round. And, dude, these two teams, like, these are my likes for each round. Kamara, Juju, Aaron Jones, Woods, Boyd, Hunter Henry, Austin Eckler. I'd love that team. It's a great team. Yeah. My hates, DJ, AB, Amari Cooper, Sony Michelle. Aaron Rodgers, Jarvis Landry, Latavius Murray. That's one of the worst teams I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's pretty awful. And some people would love it because yeah. they don't listen to us. It's crazy. On to the eighth Spread round. Spread the word, people. On to the eighth round. My love, Vance McDonald. If you don't have a tight end yet and you're in the eighth round, can't go wrong with taking Vance McDonald and securing that tight end spot. Simple as yeah. that. I agree. The Vance refrigeration. refrigeration, excuse me. Yeah, the refrigeration is a good one. I'm going Sammy Watkins. Look, in round eight, um, he was very consistent last season. When he was healthy, he was just a solid wide receiver three. And that's what you're getting in round eight, wide receiver three. Uh, I mean, that's basically my whole spiel about it. He's tied to Patrick Mahomes, number one true throw value in the league. So we see if he sees seven targets, he's going to be good enough. And when he gets in the end zone, that's an extra bonus. I'm cool with Sammy Watkins as my eighth best player. Interesting. I'm not a Sammy Watkins guy at all, but... In the eighth round? Fair enough. My hate in the eighth round, Eric Ebron. Now that... Same. Now that Andrew Luck is gone, Andrew Luck was great in the red zone, which led to Eric Ebron scoring 14 touchdowns and accounting for over half of his fantasy points. Jacoby Brissett is not Andrew Luck by any means as a passer. Even if Eric Ebron scores seven touchdowns this season taking him as an eighth-round pick will likely not work out. And I don't even know if he reaches seven touchdowns this season. The Colts of Ebron, Doyle, even Allie Cox. And the only quarterback that was going to make them all viable, not Allie Cox, but, you know, make Doyle and Ebron viable with Allie Cox round, was Luck. And I'm talking about, like, in the NFL, Andrew Luck was probably the best thrower to tight ends. He did it the most. And he was the best quarterback of the people who love throwing to tight ends because usually trash quarterbacks throw to tight ends a lot. So yeah, I'm fading Ebron too. So we agree. I'm going to go to round nine. We finally agree. agree. There you go. I'm going to go to round nine hate because we're we're on a You know, this is very... Dude, I'm about to like... this. If people write down our loves and our hates and just take the hates off the board and target our loves, you're getting a fire team no matter what. That's why we're doing this. But let me tell you who our round nine fade is. <laughs> Starting with the fade? Rams defense. Yeah, I saw that. I tried to just keep kickers and defense out of there. I don't know if it's... No, 
Like, no, I had to do it. I didn't mention them again, but I had to point out round nine for a defense. You can get legit players in round nine. Yeah, I thought it just had to be a mistake of some sort, so I just disregarded it because I was like, this makes no sense to me. I'm glad you brought it up. If you're taking a defense or a kicker that early, come on. Time to, time to change that. My ninth, this is also hilarious, Kareem Hunt. If you oh, are spending yeah, a ninth-round pick, the ninth-best player on your team, for Kareem Hunt, who can't return until week 10, you're bugging. Do not draft Kareem Hunt, folks. He's a wasted pick. He's going to have to sit Ooh. on your bench. My love is Dante Pettis, man. I'm not giving up on Dante Pettis. The reports, the reports haven't been great, but Dante Pettis is still the top receiver there, man. Marquise Goodwin, yes, he's good. I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. Oh, I did not sneeze. Wow, that was a that was <laughs> an intense out. sneeze coming. But look, Dante Pettis, man, he I don't care. I don't really just it's it's a little frustrating because I liked him when he was in the seventh round pick, and now he's down to the ninth round. And some people still think taking him in the ninth round is a bad idea. If you're taking a shot on Dante Pettis in the ninth round, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, even if he doesn't pan out. In the ninth round is where you could take shots on guys like that because he has huge upside. If he is the number one guy and he breaks free from the mold from Debo Samuel, Jalen Hurd, Marquise Goodwin, and becomes that guy, he's going to be a stud. So I'm 100% willing to take that risk in the ninth round because I believe in Dante Pettis. I concur. Dante Pettis is my player. Jimmy Garoppolo was like 12th in true throw value last season. So um, I think that uh, in, in a very limited sample size. But Pettis was a wide receiver three even with bad quarterbacks. Hey, Nick so, Mullins is not bad. All right, with decent. Shout out to Nick Mullins. I'm going to just go right into round 10 because I'm talking about his teammate, Matt Breida. 49ers. We match again, gonna, Jay. We match man, again. I, I need Matt Breida on all my teams. It's such a no-brainer to take him in the 10th round. So He's in a offense where, in a Shanahan offense, where there's always been two running backs. And Breida was playing on broken legs last season and broken wrists and broken elbows and broken... Mambo Jambos, Ubulas. always. People thought he was going to be on a hospital bed and said he was playing NFL football every week, and his and he was insanely efficient. He's just a very good running back. Yeah, Matt and, Breida. And Tevin Coleman was never the number one in Atlanta. Breida, Breida's a great person, though. Yeah, Tevin Coleman uh, was never a successful early down running back ever in his career. So I like Matt Breida's chances to overtake him there. I drafted Matt Breida in the ninth round in the Raz Bowl like a month ago when he was still a mid-teens ADP. Some people were confused by the pick. Now Matt Breida's going in the eighth, ninth, and tenth round. We're and ahead of the curve. That's what I'm saying. Keep up with us, folks. My hate for round 10, Daryl Henderson. And this is... Daryl Henderson's going in the tenth round according to this ADP. But look, he's a backup running back. I've seen him going earlier than that. He's a backup running back. Who he's not even the one A backup right now. Malcolm Brown is a one A backup, and Henderson is the one B. If you're taking Daryl Henderson in the first ten rounds, I don't understand. I just it just blows my mind. Listen, I agree with you, but he, he at least has upside. You know who doesn't in round ten? James Washington. What are you doing, man? Dante Moncrief is the number two. Deontay Johnson they drafted even with Washington around. Juju's a clear cut number one. Connor's going to get a lot of work. Vance Refrigeration's going to get a lot of work. What are you doing drafting James Washington? True that. 11th round, my love, Tony Pollard. Same here. 
Because if Zeke goes down why not? and you draft Tony Pollard in the 11th, this is a spot where you can miss. So if Zeke comes back, it's okay. If Zeke doesn't come back, man, you got a home run. That's James Conner from last season. Yeah, my hate, Tony Pollard, because why not? My hate, Jalen Samuels. I don't want to draft a, a handcuff here. My hate, Adrian Peterson. I don't want to draft a 48-year-old player on a very bad offense. Fair enough. 12th round, my love, Dante Moncrief, someone I've been on for a while. I liked him when his ADP was in the 15th, 16th round as well. Now it's in the 12th round. He's looking like the clear number two receiver uh, across from Juju. And he has had success in the past. Ben Roethlisberger likes to throw downfield. Dante Moncrief is a good athlete. As long as he stays healthy, he should have a solid season. And in the 12th round, if he stays healthy, he could easily make it into the top 36 receivers. So that's someone I'm Round 12. Devin Singletary is my love. I think that I like that. at some point this season he's going to be the starting running back for the Bills. Uh, they just have too many old people who aren't good anymore. So, And they drafted Singletary. They brought him in. He's looked good in the preseason. That's someone to keep an eye on and to grab late in your drafts. Well, in round 12 specifically. My hate in round 12, DK Metcalf and Nikhil Harry, both rookie wide receivers, both shouldn't be drafted. The fact that they're going in the 12th round is mind-boggling to me, so please do not select them there. Nikhil Harry as well. Um, I always said that he was very good at things. Um, yeah, I love never... Nikhil Harry. I'm like his number one fan, but... I'm not. I'm the opposite. I think he's very good at a lot of things, but nothing ever jumped off the screen at me. And I think he's just going to be an average wide receiver. So I'm definitely not taking him his rookie year. Whoa there. I don't like that at all. That's disrespectful. Don't do that again. 13th round. babbling about? 13th round, Justin Jackson. Again, if Melgo is out, you could afford to miss here. So if Melgo returns, so be it. If he doesn't, Justin Jackson will have a role. He won't be as useful as Austin Eckler, but he will have RB2 slash flex play weeks as long as Melgo is out. So in the 13th round, I'm absolutely taking a shot on Justin Jackson. 13th round, Trey Burton. You know, Trey Burton was someone I was eyeing as well. I'm going to just go do both right now. Trey Burton and Greg Olson. Greg Olson's my hate. Trey Burton's my love. Trey Burton's one of the most overrated players in fantasy right now this season. Um, you're getting a starting tight end in a decent offense. with five touchdowns in the first half last year. Only one in the second half. That's a little odd. I think that's just bad luck. Second year in an offense. Burton, it can be your starting tight end for so cheap. And then Greg Olson, just because he's old. He hasn't really done anything in a while. Kevin Newton's always hurt. Why do you want Greg Olson? Yeah. My hate in 13th round is Carlos Hyde. The fact that he's still going 13th round. By the way. He's probably going to get cut. Speak. By the way, um, I must have done my math wrong. Michael is um, the math guy, apparently, because Justin Jackson's my 14th round love. (laughs) All right. So one of us us counted wrong. I may have went one um, or two down and up. Listen, once you get into those 12 times 14s, it can get a little confusing. Sure. Sure, Jason. Carl's Hyde. He's probably going to get cut, so I don't know what you're doing drafting him. 14th round love. I have two here because 14th round, I'd probably take these guys in the 13th, 14th, even 12th and 13th, even 10th and 11th maybe. Jamison Crowder and Justin Hill. Two guys who I love, especially in PPR for Jamison Crowder. Half PPR as well. He should be the safety blanket for Sam Darnold. He should get a lot of work in the middle of the field. I think he really has some big-time potential here. He caught a touchdown from Darnold in the preseason on an out at the goal line. Justice Hill, big fan of his uh, 
big fan of his game. He's very fast. I think he fits well. I was talking about him during Mark Ingram earlier, so I like both of them a lot in the 14th round. My 14th round, love was Justin Jackson. Same reasons as you said. All right. Fade. <laughs> Devin Funches. Same. I was I was fading the whole Colts offense to be honest, and then Luck retired, so now it doesn't like seem. Everyone except like Ty. Now it doesn't seem like I was a, uh, you know, contrary. Yeah. But I'm still fading Funches. I'm gonna hop into round 15 because when we talk about round 15, we're talking about that range of 12, right? 168 to 180 range. 169 to 180, but who's counting? <laughs> 169 to 180, right? That's what I meant. My love is none. My fade is everyone. Let your me love, list these hold names on. Your quick. love is none? Yeah, you got to list these names if you're just going to go with none. a none. 169 to 180. I don't want any of these people on my teams. The only one I'd consider is Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills is my love. Yep. I, I guess like Kenny Stills is my yet. love. But let me... The names Spit are out the names, Sam, my man. Neil. Ito Smith, Matt Stafford, Kenny Stills, Jimmy Graham, Jason Witten. Come on. Adam Humphreys, Denver Broncos, D, CJ Anderson, Derek Carr, Nick Foles. I don't hate Adam Humphreys here either. Am I incorrect for not wanting any of these players besides Stills? I'm I'm okay with Humphreys as well, but I don't love it by any means. Yuck. Yuck. My hate is Jason Witten. I mean, I don't know what you're doing drafting Jason Witten in the 15th round if you're playing fantasy. 16th round love. Our man. Our main man. Baby Sam do 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 baby Sam do 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 Sam Darnold. Love me some Sam Darnold. We both think he has QB one potential this season. We both think he has great QB two potential this season in two QB leagues. If you're in a two QB league, we may or may not have. Wait for Sam Darnold in the second round. We may or may not have second quarterback. Excuse me. What? We may or may not have Michael. If you're gonna let me speak. Throwing a little bit of money on Sam Darnold for MVP. We may or may not have done that, yes. Great odds there, folks. What will Second $50 year get us, Jason? Or what you want to see? $4,000. What are you talking about? We didn't do that. Anyway, <laughs> my love is Sam Darnold. And Marky's good one. I think 16th round, take a shot on him. Why not? We've so, seen Again, his- an error here because I have Marquise Goodwin as my 17th round. No, this one, I know I... Uh, I. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry, I looked at round 17. Yes. All right, oh, so round wow, 17, go, love. Uh, 16 was Darnold. Round 17, love is Goodwin. Me and Michael both agree. Yeah, We've Darnold seen and Goodwin, his rapport. 16 and 17. We've seen his rapport before with, um, what's his name? Jimmy Garoppolo. So why not take the shot here? They're dealing with Pettis, who we still like in the ninth round, but he's um he hasn't impressed in the preseason. Debo Samuel's a rookie. Jalen Hurd's a rookie. Someone got to catch the ball besides Kittle. It's true. That's true. My, I'm going to do hate for 16 and 17 since we did the loves for those rounds. Hate uh, Tyler Eifert. Simply, are, are we really just are we really doing this again? That is also my hate. Like, come on. At this point, you're really going to trust Tyler Eifert. Uzoma was making the plays in the preseason. Yeah, Uzoma's running the first team routes. So, I mean, Uzoma will probably end as a higher tight end. 17th round, A.J. Brown. My 17th Rookie, round is the... Rookie wide receivers are difficult enough to project. The fact that they he has a terrible quarterback is even worse. He's just he's not going to be on the fantasy radar this season. There's no reason why AJ Brown should be on his team. Yeah, and my mine is just to poke fun at people who we beefed with a little bit on Twitter about this, and just to show that we were right the whole time. Seventeenth round fade, Deontay Foreman. 
Oh, Deontay Foreman. I mean, that's that was when he was like a ninth, tenth. Now he's being exactly. Drafted, that, so. It used to be a lot higher. Now nobody's drafting him anymore because duh. So and now he's we in tried the to tell you round ADP. We tried to tell you repeatedly, literally, every single time we brought up Deontay Foreman's name, we tell you not to draft him. So, yep, that's that. Going to the 18th round. I actually had three people here that I like, man. Chris Ooh. Herndon, stash okay. and hold. J-Jaw, J.J. Arcega, Whiteside, if you have a deep bench. That's a busy offense. For the second half of the season. Deep bench leagues only. And then Ty Montgomery. The 18th round's a little... His, his ADP has been higher than 18 recently. I'll give him that. But even... I'm down... I'm willing to take Ty Montgomery in like the 14th, 15th round as a handcuff. He's He's looking like he might be one of the best handcuffs in the game. In the preseason, uh, my loves are Herndon and Montgomery, so we agree. I don't like Jay Draws much. We're agreeing a lot now, Jay. Our, our my, my fade is Noah Fant. Do my fade is also Noah Fant. Look at that. The nineteenth round, I went. I'm gonna go here. The double dip. The double dip on the love and hate because they're on the same team, bro. Zay Jones and Robert Foster. Yuck! My fate is Bills wide receivers, dude. I like Zay Jones, man. And if it's the nineteenth round, why not? It's the 19th round, for crying out loud. You come on. Zay Jones had a good season to end last... A good stretch of weeks to end last season. I started him against the Jets when he went 80 and won. And it was great. Just on a a hunch. And it was great. Because he got me like 15 fantasy points. But Robert Foster, he's running with like the threes. He's not fantasy relevant. So please get him off your minds for now, despite the big plays at the end of last season. Uh, I don't know about that, man. I don't know. Um, I'm going to combine round 19 and 20. My fades are Bills wide receivers and Kelvin Harmon. I don't know why he's being drafted. Um, my love for both rounds, I wanted to give this guy two rounds because that's how strong I feel about him. And because it's ADP, you're probably not going to be able to get him at this point anymore. But you should get him anyway. Rashard Higgins. Yeah, his ADP is still lower than the 20th round, but it's shooting up. Yeah, so that's why I want to give him two rounds to emphasize. He's going to be a third wide receiver in a very good offense. Um, arguably second, depending on the routes that Jarvis Landry is running. Yeah. If you watch the preseason, Mayfield targeted Rashard Higgins on a very important third down. It ended up going incomplete. Later in the game, he hit Higgins on a very important fourth down play. Hmm. Mayfield is liking him some Higgins. Why Just not? Saying. Why not? My 20th round, finally, love and hate. Love Chris Thompson and Raquel Armstead. Raquel Armstead is a solid handcuff for Leonard Fournette. And Chris Thompson, if he could turn back into the Chris Thompson of hold in the 20th round, I mean, that's someone you want on your team. And my fade, Mike Weber on the, on the uh, Cowboys, he's the handcuff to the handcuff, which is not someone I want to own. I also threw in some honorable mentions for guys outside the top 20 rounds, ADP, who I'm trying to target in deep leagues. Uh, Rashard Higgins, as you already mentioned. Josh Reynolds, if one of the big three receivers goes down. Albert Wilson, oddly enough, outside the 20 rounds. That's a little crazy to me. I like Albert Wilson. He was very effective last season and healthy, so I I think he's worth way more than outside the top 20 rounds. Gus the Bus Edwards, Quincy Anunua, Marquise Lee. Trey Quinn, Dari Agunwabale on the on the Buccaneers, the running back. Looks like he might have a legit chance at stealing work this season. Yeah. If Barber and Rojo don't uh don't step up. So keep him in your mind as well. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Raquel Armstead back up on the Jaguars. 
pretty decent handcuff there. Yep. If not, I mean, it's not like I already talked to him Jay, about him, Jay, but what are you going to do? Well, I want to give you another shout out. You said a lot of names. That's true. So that was our 20 love and hates for the first 20 rounds. I'm not, I'm not love joking, man. Love. If you t- If you take the top 20, the 20 loves and the 20 hates, those teams are so crazy different, and it's the same round, guys. It blows my mind. But I'm going to – all my drafts are going to be from the guys that I love. Those are the guys I'm going to be targeting. We're doing this, so hopefully the people listen – and win some chips with us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, BrotoFantasy.com for all things Broto. True throw values, uh, rankings, articles, podcasts, all that good stuff. SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, BrotoFantasy. Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy if you want to support the show. We do not have listener leagues offered anymore. That ended. We are drafting this weekend. But we still have waiver wire pods. We still have a Discord chat. We still have other great perks so please check it out and support the show if you can. It means the world to us. Uh, Thrive Fantasy, deposit $10, code BROTO, B-R-O-T-O, the name you all know and love. Get a free $10 Red Cup news for all things college sports. We are their official fantasy football provider. So that's that, Jay. What's Where could they find you? At BROTO Fantasy. Where could they find you? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, man, that wasn't even a mistake. I'm just so used to telling people Broto Fantasy. That's great. At Jason Petrop. I mean, we do most of our tweeting from Broto Fantasy account anyways. I, I'm, I'm at Mike underscore Petrop. Tim is at Tim Petrop. And if you feel, follow him on Snapchat, if you're feeling frisky. Instagram.com slash Broto Fantasy. Facebook, YouTube. Broto Fantasy. YouTube, Broto Fantasy. We have 92 subscribers. We need 100 to get that slash Broto Fantasy for YouTube. Yes. Help, help us get there, the folks. Brothers help us get there. Out, literally. We are brothers. Yeah. We, <laughs> we People are leaving comments. We love that. So keep doing that if you are. Thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, comments are great. Good luck in all your drafts, guys. We are obviously very active on Twitter. You know that by now. So if you want to ask us questions for your draft, we're there. If you just want us to rate your team, we get some of those. You know, Twitter. And maybe. one quick update. The heat wave, if you don't know what we're talking about when we say that, we covered every single team over the month of August, and it is coming to a close soon. There's only a few days left in August. Check it out. It's um 30 pods of 32 pods of fantasy goodness. Tw- no, I was going to say I was going to like 12 to 20 minutes a piece. Yeah, except for the, the skins are like 10 minutes because they're trash. Um, it's good stuff, so give it a listen or watch it on YouTube. We put it on YouTube as well, so you can throw it up on your smart TVs. Uh, yeah, and leave comments. We appreciate the comments. We want to know what you guys think. Also, Instagram. Um, we put some clips from there up there. That's about it. Word up, bro. Word up. Thank you all for listening. Good luck with your drafts. We are going to be coming at you with multiple pods a week during a regular season. It's going to be a ton of fun. Let's win some championships, folks. Let's do it. Later. Later.